Hey, it's another episode of Libuex Q&A, where the fabulous Meg Ecclestone asks the pressing questions about user experience design. Enjoy. Yeah, well, question two does sort of come out of what you've just said, um, because, but it, and it speaks more to the web than to organizations as a whole. But it seems like we are really bad at doing this stuff. Libraries are really bad at UX. And specifically, I'm curious to know... Why are library websites so hard to get right? Um, so we've got the Usable Libraries blog that celebrates great examples of library websites. Um, and I bet for every one of those wonderful websites, there's about 500 terrible ones. Um, and so the average library website is bad. It's just bad. And I'm curious to know your insights about why this is, like why has this phenomenon flourished, um, especially among people who are actually really good at, you know, organizing information and building information architectures and helping people and really putting users at the center of their services. But when you get to a website, you feel like you're still in like 1999 GeoCities hellscapes. Okay, so super loaded question. Um, <laughs> the uh, I think there's twofold. Like, like okay, first, it's only been relatively recently that um, organizations of any stripe, let alone you know public nonprofits, libraries, whatever, recognized the value of having their own web team. Uh, increasingly, you're having people who are a web savvy because maybe they grew up with it or they're. They screw around because they have a WordPress blogger. They have some bit of digital expertise that maybe they don't even recognize, but they have. Um, so these people are already naturally part of the workforce. Um, but prior, you know, all design was really done by kind of like external agencies, the whole like freelance web design thing. And they are expensive and libraries have forever been like budget constrained, right? So like where if even they saw the value of creating a usable, an extremely useful and usable interface, they didn't have the budget, the resources, the ability technically or humanly to do it. Increasingly, I think one of the reasons that user experience is really quite booming is because uh, corporations are now rolling their own developer operations it wasn't too long ago that libraries were very lucky to have a, a single web services librarian. Some of them now have web teams of three, four, five people, user experience teams, whatever. So what's happening in libraries is happening like throughout. So now we actually have the ability to kind of address that. This is also in line increasingly with the move of many of the library resources, especially in academia, to um, third-party vendor, whatever. So they're all electronic, right? Increasing demand for electronic resources. Like 10 years ago, not every patron had a computer in their pocket, and now they do. And in fact, I think it's like 65% um, have a smartphone now. So, um, so part of it, I think, is just by the fact that this is really pretty nascent. Um, like we're pretty new. I also think, so libraries... Um, tend to be fairly bureaucratic and those 
who in the past and even recently like did have websites those websites were not built for the users they weren't built for the patrons they were built for the stakeholders at hand so it's very important that person a in the reference department has some sort of presence on the homepage. and all this demand over real estate coalesces and collapses into things like carousels right um carousels exist to not for the use the use of the patron no user on the web likes carousels but they exist as kind of like a political easing um and they're representative of basically websites built by design committees without the user in mind these stakeholders or whatever like these people are also pulling design trends from other industries right they, like maybe they're, they they follow css tricks or they read a list apart and they see all these groovy ass like web designs so they're pulling great designs for sites that aren't libraries and trying to force library services into it but what we find is that Mm, yes, it's true that the library website isn't so unique that you can forego like usability best practices. Like library services are unique enough and have a unique enough patron base. Consider that many user or many websites have very specific patron bases, like eighteen to twenty-four people who only use Google Chrome. Whereas the patron base of the library is it's the whole of its community, representing all ages, all demographics, all technology skills. We're trying to co-opt designs and, and fit them for a use that is really not conducive to it. Now, with user-centric focus, I think you're seeing more usable library websites in terms of like recognizing that academic library websites don't exist to promote events. They exist as a tool. They're a task for research. Um, so that's getting better. But the skills are also not quite there. The The vocabulary about user experience isn't right there. Craig McDonald um, just published a report recently, pretty much published a report that shows that while there are a proliferation of user experience librarians, like UX is in their job title, they don't all really know what they're doing. Um, they don't really, like, there's like there's no, like, central discipline of library user experience. These are just kind of, like, titles that exist to reflect i don't know a philosophy but they're not all employed in the same job duties right we're moving in the right direction we're generally less skilled i don't know like i said there's a there's a there's really a lot to it like we're definitely moving in the right direction but it's just um this uh it's, it's an issue that will overcome as basically more and more libraries <laughs> like have their own skilled web teams who are user-centric in those websites. But right now, like, you know, these websites are whatever. The, the other thing is, like, every library website looked the same, you know? You could pretty much guarantee oh, there's a carousel, it's got three columns, and and that's because, again, there are just small web teams or no web teams. And the way that library design committees go about the process is they look at the library websites they like and they kind of rip them off. The irony is that often the most, the you know, the websites that get acknowledged as the best in the library land are actually pretty bad in terms of their usability. Ouch. Well, I, I would push back on one thing. The thing that you started with, I would disagree with when you were talking about how libraries are um, like nonprofits that just don't have the funding. Like while you're talking, I was pulling up a bunch of websites for very large charitable and nonprofit organizations and all of their websites look better than ours. Like subjective assessment and really just like hitting up a few. Um, but even some smaller nonprofits still have a better looking website than most library websites. It does strike me that they have 
um, less complicated functionality feeding into their website. Like it's basically just news and um, more basic stuff. Like they don't have a giant complex search, search function in the middle of their homepage. But um, nevertheless, I would push back against that because A, certainly some libraries are really well funded. And B, even the people that are trying to operate on a shoestring um, have managed to get a really robust and like modern feeling web presence up, um, probably because they perceive the value of it a lot more acutely. I, I wonder if that's that, like they perceive that this is their main, like, you know, the, their return on investment is, is greater or yeah. yeah, they perceive the value there. Maybe, maybe that's it. No, yeah. I think you totally called me out on that. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, you make a super good point. And I hope that we're on like a trajectory that it will get better. Like we'll all look back on these days and laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs>